So hello and welcome to the LGBT Family and Games podcast. My name is James. I'm joined by Alex and Jay. Uh, Jay actually was the one who got this thing going off the ground. So Jay, why don't you just tell our viewers and listeners what this whole thing is going to be about? Yeah, 100%. Um, so, I mean, for the most part, we're going to be talking about all sorts of things, anything that really concerns the LGBT community, anything that's just in the general news that might pop up with whatever it may be. So we may even have some COVID talk in there. We may have anything else, um, movies, TV shows, anything like that you can think of that you might have seen or want to see or just general conversation. And then otherwise going from there, I think any gaming news that we've got any interest in or anyone's got any excite for we can definitely bring that up as well and then we also have the comedian over here alex who's just adoring themselves yes yeah well and once the, okay it's a, it's a weird phenomenon once we start recording alex just goes into full ham like yeah you can see it you're calling me a ham i look far more like a swan and i will not accept anything less okay <laughs> <laughs> so um what are we talking about today? Are we going to talk about LFG first or talk about some... I think we should talk about LFG. I, I, I think we should try and talk a little bit about where we came from. So not everybody knows this, but uh, LFG is a community. And, and LFG is short for, by the way, somebody didn't know this even today, Jay, LGBT Family and Games. Uh, it's a nod to gaming because you have LFG looking for group. Um, we originally started out as a community called... Uh, gamers on Discord, and we've expanded with a Y. Yes, with a Y. Gamers. Um, we've expanded since then because we found that the community was really helpful for the members. Uh, they were able to meet other people that were LGBT. It was a safe space. We had uh, gaming servers set up, so you didn't have to deal with trolls um, and a lot of security for you know the Discord. So we've since expanded into a nonprofit, our goal here is to create more safe spaces and more resources for LGBT people online. Um, at the same time, we get to do really fun stuff like set up Minecraft servers and also do a podcast or streaming uh, program, which uh, or content creation program, I guess is more more accurate. Um, yeah. So that's really where we're at now. Uh, as of right now, we're at you know just just over three thousand members on the Discord server itself. And we have plans to expand that even further in the future. So uh, that's just a little bit about us. Um, 100%. Alex has been around LFG for how long now? I think around two years. Two? I think I'm coming up on my third. I joined, I believe, in 2018, October, August region. So LFG is four years old <laughs> this next month. I don't know. I almost feel like you've said it's four years old before. It was uh, we. St Let it me was November of 2016. Okay. So we're we're coming it's crazy up on time for us. Uh, yeah, and actually, it's <laughs> what's funny. What's more funny is kind of the evolution of the like server icon or the logo that we've had for for LFG because it went from being a sword with rainbow wings was like the first okay. iteration of the logo. And then we have a, had a giant shield with a big white G in the middle for gamers. Okay. And then it switched over to LFG, you know, the name switched over after about a year. Um, and we started that out with the big wings as like an echo back to the original like sword and wings thing. Um, and it's kind of evolved ever since then. Now it's just, you know, LFG with rainbow around it and, you know, pretty simple, but... Well, actually, right now, it's whatever Halloween thing we're doing. This is being recorded on Halloween times. True. Yeah, and I, I've done that every year. I, I switch it. I still have a uh, pumpkin in the shape of Trump's head with, like, the Trump hair that I'm going to put as the icon for, like, a day. But I don't want to do that, like, <laughs> right away because I know, like, there's probably going to be, like, three or four people. There's going to be people who are against it. Yeah, there's going to be probably, yeah. like, two or three people that leave this community and will have to be like, no, wait, it was a joke. Come back. Yeah. Risky game. Risky, Risky game. game. But I have I also have put the logo as a chicken wing before. <laughs> and you would... I can't say I remember that. Uh, it, it, it only lasts for, like, an hour at a time, but you would not believe how many people start talking when you do that, like people like freak out, 
when you switch wow. the logo to the chicken wing. And then they're all like mad because they're like, I want chicken wings now. Is Colonel Sanders risen? Well, that's what started the KFG thing where somebody superimposed my face on the Colonel right. Sanders thing and put K, uh, LFG instead of KFC. What if Colonel Sanders is Bernie Sanders 20 years in the future from a war that it was started between Republicans and Democrats in which he, a libertarian of the future, is the one who saves us all. So Bernie Sanders isn't in the race anymore, so uh, it would appear his plan has failed and the future is ruined. 20 years. 20 years. What, from now? Yeah. I don't even think Bernie Sanders will live that long, to be completely honest. Not to be rude. I feel like if Bernie Sanders gets hit with COVID, he's going to have a rough time at the moment. Let's say. Uh... If he gets hit, it's not just slap in the face. That is a tsunami. That's, yeah, that's a nuclear missile. Death coming towards Unless, him. unless it's like Futurama where they put Bernie Sanders' head in a jar. The heads? But then he'd have to be president first. <laughs> they don't put the people who don't win elections, Senate. I didn't know that. Well, they put popular figureheads. Mm, yeah, so I mean, there was um, Leonard Nimoy, but I Kim K would get one basically. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even understand. Justin Bieber. I'll be honest. I, I'll get lynched for this um, in popular culture, but I don't even understand the Kardashian thing. I don't think a lot of people do anymore. I think that was actually somewhere between. Actually, no. Seneth, your generation is the group of people who would understand it the best, if I remember correctly. Well, clearly, but I never even followed it. People in their 20s, yeah. I'm When I heard of it, like the first time I heard of it, I was decently young. It's not my generation, and maybe the generation in between, but <laughs> it's... It's decently old now. Yeah, I mean, MTV, I remember growing up, have done a lot of these kinds of shows. This is the first one that's kind of gone, like, crazy with popularity. They had uh, the Jessica Simpson one. Yep. They had the Hulk Hogan one. They had the Osbournes one. MTV Cribs. That's the one I do now. MTV Cribs. MTV Cribs was a great show, but it, it definitely showed a lot of weird... <laughs> hey, guys, welcome to my crib. If I were to turn my camera, you would see a gold unicorn I'm pimping. Like, the game's house or something, and he'd oh. just open a box. And at the time, weed was illegal, and he'd just have like a ridiculous amount of weed. <laughs> well, I mean, that was just to show off all their money and stuff. That's, Snoop that's diggity dog. But they have done a fair few shows like this over the years. It's just either the person that was in the show has gone completely insane. Um, I do remember the Ozzy oh. Osbourne one. Was that Amanda Bynes? Well, yeah. The Ozzy Osbourne one was really good. It was actually. really good. I actually really enjoyed that um, show. Yeah, yeah. The Jessica Simpson one I don't remember too much of. What's his wife's name? I always forget her name. Um, Sharon. Sharon. Just yeah, Sharon, Sharon's made herself pretty uh, famous, at least in the UK. She did... Um, She's done very well. X Factor, I think, over the here. And she did... Um, she does a show now called Loose Women, which is kind of like a... Um, I think they just talk about really anything to be honest. It is almost like a podcast platform. I actually started a show recently that I wasn't sure about halfway through the first episode. Um, it's called Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country. It's HP Lovecraft stories. Um, or sort of inspired by him. You know, Cthulhu, all of that sort of okay. stuff. The very gothic horror. The first episode I heard was good, but then... The rest of it, from what I can tell, don't hold up to the first episode. But I've also only seen like a review of the first five episodes. Um, I've not seen it, and it's not for me to say. Well, I recommend at least the first episode. Um, it did have a slow start, but I mm. felt like it really picked up in surprising ways and kind of took a turn at a point where I least expected it. Okay. <laughs> It has Junie Smollett Bell. I think that was her name. She was in Birds of Prey as um, Canary. I feel job. like we're going to go down on Magneto path if we keep, keep on this line of <laughs> talking. <laughs> um, no, but uh, 
it I think it's also very timely because it, it does speak to um, where a lot of racial tensions came into play. Um, okay. In a very, uh, you know, as a, as a white person in a very surprising and, uh, well, not, I, I don't want to say surprising, um, but a very uncomfortable way, which I think it's good. I, th- I think it's good in, in yeah. the United States for um, white people to understand the true depth of that history with people of color. To understand and acknowledge it. Like, it's not that long ago. We think about all of these things that happen. The first actress to receive the best leading lead actress in a role to be a black woman was Halle Berry in 2002. I learned that today. That is that is actually kind of crazy. Way later than I would have imagined. She's the first black woman to re- receive the best leading actress Oscar. Okay. I I didn't. I, I was surprised by that. I was thinking, really, it took that long for something like that to happen. But I mean, women in acting is an entire topic of its own. When you get to a certain age, they tend to kick you out, or yeah. you get the homely woman White. motherly role, and <laughs> or no, unless you're Betty White, or if you are, oh Lord, what's her name? Um, incredible. We're gonna actress. hear some kind of random role. That... She was Devil's. She was Devil Wears Prada. She was Mama Devil Mia. Wears Prada. We just t- we talked about her. Like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I can't remember. Meryl Streep. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> Meryl Streep, she gets a lot of good work. I hope she continues to. I'm sure she will. Actress. Yeah, she will. She's Did- one of those high-statured actresses. So, You know who else is really good? Maggie Smith. She was... F- I don't think I've heard of Maggie Smith. How? Oh, she is excellent. Uh, she was um, Professor McGonagall in Harry Potter. Well, not just that. She's in Downton Abbey. She's in uh, what? She was in a good comedy movie that came out a few years back. She's great. I love her to death. I haven't seen Downton Abbey, but I have heard a lot of people liked it. Um, I don't even know what it's about. I should definitely look that one up. I actually, oh, I was going to say, uh, completely sidestepping that, um, I recently, finally, saw some of the DC movies, like the like um, Batman versus Superman, Justice League, Aquaman. I still haven't okay. seen them all, but that's how far behind I was on it. It took me getting yeah. HBO Max. Have I saw Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman actually really early on. Actually, um, Good. Wonder Woman... I saw... Did I see it in theaters? I either saw it in theaters or... That's the one to mm. have seen in theaters. I, well, I, I know that I saw um, uh, Captain Marvel in theaters. Yeah. but I That one was really good, and I liked it because sometimes when they write a movie with a female as the main character in an action movie, they put so much... Um, I suppose they put so much emphasis on, wow, she's a woman, but she fights. Captain Marvel felt like a superhero movie written for a superhero regardless of mm. their gender, and I really enjoyed that. I don't that. know. I don't know how I felt about it. I mean, sometimes there were some things of that, but... Well, I mean, a lot of people don't necessarily agree with her character either. A lot of people are not necessarily a huge fan of that type of Miss Marvel. Or Captain Marvel, sorry. But, you know, Miss Marvel, speaking of Miss Marvel... Um, they've announced who the actress that they're having for the show, and she's of the correct um, heritage, race, everything like that, and that's definitely good. Kamala Khan, the current Miss Marvel, uh, they've got her set up for the TV show. I'm excited for that. She's a fun character. So Peter Parker is a high school student, and you see a bunch of that. Definitely mm. fun. She's sort of like Peter Parker if he was a fangirl of the Avengers. Okay. She is incredibly uplifting. She is incredibly hopeful. Um, and she looks up I, to I don't people know my comic like that. Um, <laughs> what, where does this fall? Miss, Miss Marvel. Is this the same as Captain Marvel or, or... okay. Captain Marvel okay. used to be Ms. Marvel. Captain Marvel. The original Marvel. Captain Marvel was a man. I'm pretty sure. 
And she is actually oh. an Islamic character. And that's yeah. huge. And they have they have the right actress for it. That's good it to hear. seems at least. Yeah. It's always great to hear about representation. So the right actor, what do y'all think about Robert Patterson? I'm kind of down for it. I've liked oh. everything he's in. Um to be honest, like I haven't had an issue with him at all. So, I mean, I at this point will probably take anyone to play Batman as long as they do it consistently. DC's getting a whole revamp at the moment in general. So, we'll see. I don't think he will, though. The thing is, the thing about Robert Pat- Robert Patterson. Is it Patterson or mm. Pattinson? Pattinson. Pattinson. That's it. Thank you. Patterson. I was looking for that. I knew I was doing it wrong. Pattinson, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Okay. Um, I was thinking of a writer, but no. The thing about this movie that they're making, it looks great, incredibly artful. It follows a similar idea to the noir detective side of Batman, sometimes in cases more than it needs to, I think. Um, But I think it looks incredibly artistically made. I think it looks very beautiful. It looks like a comic book. That's something huge that you want to go for in movies like this but you're talking about continuity he's not going to be the new batman to stay at least not in their Mm -hmm. main continuity if anything he'll be a sort of elseworld story that continues because i'm sure they're already working on a continuation of um joaquin phoenix's joker movie unless he says no which i would i would get but if it does well they'll probably make a sequel but it shouldn't be thought of as much as I suppose, is he going to become the main Batman? He definitely won't. They're making this too different and unique to be its own thing. They're putting in a lot of risks, which is a great thing, but they don't want to risk everything with their entire mm. main group. So what they're doing, I think it's he might even appear in, from what I hear, they're doing a Flashpoint movie in which there are different universe ideas that they play with. He might appear in that, in the main continuity and he might continue as an Elseworld story, which if you don't know, or if people don't know watching this, it is a different continuity. Mm. I will say this. <laughs> what I appreciated about it was that it, instead of having this stereotypical, beefy, big guy Batman, they have a guy that's, you know, not freaking massive. Just a normal guy. Hmm. Well, that's an issue of its own, though, because you think about it, this is supposed to be a man of optimal health in the sense that even though he doesn't necessarily beat Superman in strength, he looks like he could at least handle a fight with his other things added on. And to be able to fight anybody like that, to be able to fight a large amount of the villains he has to fight he would probably have to be decently strong like that. And not to say that people need to be that beefy or anything like that. But when you think about it, out of the different types of superheroes there are, Batman is a prime example of a human pushed to their strongest possible limit. And because they're human, they work so hard to be at the same height and level of the superpowered beings. Well, you know, he, he does have a superpower, though. He's rich. Yeah, with superpowers, he has unlimited I'm a, I'm a money, essentially. Yeah, I'm rich. That's still not. That's still not necessarily that's enough Iron Man to special win a physical ability. fight that's a quote with someone. From a movie. Yeah, that is Iron. I, yeah, but they're basically the same guy. Growing up, I was a Batman fan, but I will say, Iron Man does it better from the uh, spending money on being a superhero point. <laughs> Well, well, that's just because Marvel got to all of those things first yeah. and got to all of them first better. When we see all these great movies, A, Marvel has had all these continuous flukes, not to say DC hasn't been working on these things, but Marvel has been trying again and again and again continuously, and they finally got their footing. And then once they had that, 
they found out what formula worked, repeated it, and started making changes so that they didn't lose what was most important. And they kept. The I understand that, why people. Yeah, did, I can agree with that. Yeah, I, I understand now why people didn't like um, some of the the DC movies. Like, I felt like Batman versus Superman had a lot of confusion in the storyline. Like, yeah. like it felt like they should have had a separate movie for a Batman Origins for Ben Affleck, and then, you know, then did a separate movie for Batman versus Superman. I think a large amount of the difficulty with that, though, is when you question these things that are going on with which movie came out when, a lot of this is done because of competition. They were going to be the people to get to it first. They didn't. Civil War came out. But they still did it worse. And so then they look like an even worse movie. And Marvel kind of kicks them down at every turn that they can. Hmm. I told you about the Flashpoint movie that's a large point to why they're doing Dr. Strange multiverse of madness because they heard, okay, you're doing a multiverse movie. We're going to see about doing our own multiverse movie. And both of these things have been in the plans for like a long time, but I think it can be creatively awesome for studios to be competing with each other. But at the same time, it hurts one to the point where they sometimes well, that comes are unable to recover in a way that they need that to. That comes down to the executives, so the the people that are actually in leadership. Well, shareholders, executives, the people in leadership that are making the decisions to push something versus actually having a really true creative vision. Um, I, the thing that I admired about the Marvel movies is that it was clear that there was a pretty decent creative vision up front that they were going to go down a certain path that 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 might not have been the case to start with. Uh, I actually don't know the players behind the scene. That was largely Kevin Feige. He had his, okay. So Kevin Feige is basically, he basically runs the Marvel movie department and he's a decently big comic book fan. And that's part of why it works out so well, because he generally understands a, what he liked about the comics, B what other people liked about the comics do like about the comics yeah. and will continue to like about the comics and is able to put that into screen. Whereas a lot of the times, like look at the CWDC shows, Oh, edgy dark. And that's fine, but not every single thing needs to be. I have a lot of things to talk about with comic books. I could talk about how anime... Cut into the topic of... Or have we? Did we... Have we covered everything we want to in the sense of what we want to accomplish with this podcast? I think we did. Am I missing something? I know that we started out with it. It just, I suppose I thought it was. No, I mean, we'll, we'll definitely bring on uh, guests and stuff. Um, you know, for now yeah. we'll have conversations between the three of us. Um, I do have plans. I'm hoping that I can get my brother to come on and talk about um, his, his field of work um, because he, he's working with the uh, clinical trials in relation to COVID um, and a few others that we're networking with. Um, so yeah, there's, there's going to be a lot of fun stuff on the podcast. I was just excited special. to talk about DC movies because I finally, <laughs> finally, finally saw Justice League. And I was surprised by Aquaman. Oh, have you seen Aquaman yes, yet? I was actually... You were. Okay, I, was, I was very surprised about Aquaman. I thought it was going to be a terrible movie. Um, I was not happy to start watching it. Andrew was like, "Well, that's... we got we, we to watch this movie. I was like, fine, you never want to watch superhero movies, so we might as well just watch this one. And we both enjoyed it. That's the thing, though. With that movie... They killed it. One of the things that DC has done well is... I mean, some of the actors do a great job in the role, and they act the role very well. The thing they did right with that, they didn't keep the original Arthur Curry. They went with Jason Momoa. 
they went with all of the things that he does and the characters he plays and they fit him into the role and it worked beautifully and not to say that the original comic book character is bad at all he's about all these different interesting things these aspects of being a king but what they did if they had tried to do that with Jason Momoa it wouldn't have worked mm. but Jason Momoa a is already an incredible he's an incredibly fun and charismatic person and actor they used that to their advantage and that's part of why they succeeded and they didn't just do that they adapted the world around Arthur Curry to being one that was not only not necessarily more believable but i suppose more interesting than the sense of everybody used to think oh he's just the fish guy that movie yeah. took the steps needed to say this isn't just the fish guy yeah. this is jason momoa yeah. who is with this super hot redhead waterbender and he's got this <laughs> wacky evil blonde brother who's trying to come for everything I thought they did a phenomenal job. The graphics were great. The storyline was great. It moved along. It wasn't, it didn't get overly convoluted and watered down and confusing. I felt like there was a very clear path through that movie, but it, uh, yeah, they covered a lot of ground. I will say I was surprised cause I watched it out of order on accident. I watched, um, Justice League before I watched Aquaman. Actually, I <laughs> I wish that I could have said don't watch Justice League because the they originally had a certain director, but he had to step off the project. But he's stepping the back. Snyder cut, yeah, right? and it looks really good. What everybody was hoping for yeah. that they missed out on is what we seem to be getting in this. I don't even remember this like third act of that movie. I don't Have they remember. Released it yet? No, they haven't. It's going to be released soon. No. no and it's no, going no. to be, be released uh, in four parts of which, like, I think it'll be a weekly thing, one part, two part, three part. And then eventually you'll be able to watch okay. it as one full thing. But it's in the justice league movie that they put in theaters. I don't even remember the third act. I seriously don't. It. I remember some colors and it was dingy and dark and gray. I thought it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen in my life, but I did feel like um, certainly there were opportunities for improvement. Yeah. I mean, the, the justice league is going to be very much like the, um, the Watchmen movie we watched. I think, um, I think, when we oh, were yeah. going through that, you even said that, at the time good. it was kind of like very well filmed, but almost in a comic book style, even though it's the real world. I think that's a lot of the yes. investment that they I take. love seeing um, that. So it will be very dramatic. That film was quite um, brutal, to be honest. I couldn't stand um, the Watchmen film. But it was kind of to the point. Really? Yeah. It... We've I not finished it, but this, I've this is really the one with the, what um, we've seen. Uh, Blue guy, right? Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's an incredibly interesting story. It's yeah. incredibly human. Um, I mean, obviously, Doctor Manhattan's a different case, but I mean, still, it's such a. It feels so yeah. grounded in reality. It feels like these are actual emotions people go through. These are actual Certainly, issues yeah. people face, and the reactions aren't always I'm going to do the right thing because they aren't always, I'm going to do the right thing. And I mean, that's a sad thing to think about, but it's true. And I mean, in comics, you see it more than you see in a lot of media, but heroes in most cases are just as much people as they are anything else. I'm sorry. I wanted to let you talk. And I started talking. I really like superhero stuff. We well, can tell. <laughs> it's fine. You want to get Alex talking? Yeah, Let's talk. Talk talking in comics. I mean, yeah, it's it's a very raw, very very raw movie. Um, that one, as you said, yes, it does apply to people in such a way that you know they show kind of like the people that had passed and what their lives have now become after the fact. Um, but there was one thing I did realize when you were talking about Aquaman. Obviously, um, that's got a linking to the Mariana Trench. 
I feel like ever since they found that, there's been like 10 different movies made revolving around the Mariana Trench. I even watched one earlier today. So there's a movie I watched earlier today called Underwater, which is basically to do with big, big company drilling into the Mariana Trench, which has got Kristen Stewart in it. It was interesting, but it wasn't amazing, to be completely honest with you. I don't want to spoil it because I think it's relatively new. Um, but yeah, Aquaman had a part in that. Uh, Meg had a part in that. There's so many films. There's Mila a James Kunis, Cameron Jason movie Mamala. that's got it in it, which don't get me wrong. Like, it's a very, very interesting thing. But once they actually figure out what's in there, <laughs> it's going to ruin all of them. <laughs> well, actually, you talk about Trench. Mm. The first thing, I didn't think of a place. I thought of the creatures. Mm. Like, okay, so in Aquaman, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was very dark in this scene and all these creatures. That is something that they might make into a horror movie. Like, you know how the X-Men movies did all those different genre twists? With, like, yeah. Logan was a Western and New Mutants was a sort of horror-ish thing. By the way, I thought it was really great. I didn't know that um, Roberto, Roberto um, was supposed to be darker skinned. I in the comics and they had a lighter skinned actor. I didn't know about that, but it was a really good movie. I thought I thought it was acted very well. Anya Taylor Joy killed magic. Um, but no, they're I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, they're going to show how they became that. Like they're going to make a horror movie about that. Like I think that was one of the ideas that stemmed from that movie. And that would be really cool because that I I mean, that was a really scary scene in that movie. Like looking at those creatures, it's like Yikes. I don't think I've seen yeah. Mutants. Oh, Mutants. New Mutants was really good. Oh, um, oh, that's my list. I I liked it for the characters. I definitely don't think it was as much as it could have been in a horror movie, but it told a comic book story which was decently horrific in the idea. I mean, one of the ideas is that one of the mutants is one of the mutants' dreams, one of their fears is part of their mutation causing like fears and nightmares and stuff like that to become reality. It's it. I think they could have done more in the sense of horror, but I don't think it was bad in the slightest. I think it was a really good um, genre mixing movie. Oh, and of course, um, what's her name? Uh, Maisie, uh, Maisie Williams. Uh, she was Arya in. Uh, is it Williams? I don't remember. You've lost me. Oh, uh, Game in Game of Thrones, of Thrones oh. Arya Stark. Yeah, it's Maisie Williams. Yeah, Ma- Maisie Williams is Wolfsbane. Incredible. Couldn't finish. I mean, I've always loved her acting. You couldn't finish it. You didn't. It's have very interesting, too, but it's a very I'm, long story. So I'm the type that. I get invested in a character and if I feel like that character was wronged, for example, killed off too soon. So what you're saying is you really liked Ned Stark. I don't even know who Ned Stark is. You weren't happy to see that happen. Ned Stark was the first main to die. Yeah. Uh, Probably. Head of House Stark. Oh, yeah. No, I liked him. The dad. Yeah, and I even stuck it out after that thinking, okay... Wait, who was your person who died? I want to know. There were a lot. I just... Spoiler warning. (laughs) There was a lot. There there was just a lot. And I I just... I got to a point where I was like, I'm just going to keep watching episodes and getting more depressed about somebody I kind of, like, got attached to dying. I I think my most painful loss in that show... I think my most painful loss was either... Um... The mother Stark. I can't remember her name at I the moment. I really liked her. Uh, I said spoiler uh, warning. <laughs> um, Isn't Game of Thrones done? I, I mean, she, have they finished that series? No, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, it is. Okay, but no. Um, she she was a painful one, and I'm sad that they didn't bring what they did in the books because apparently in the books, for that sort of Robin Hood like tribe, she was sort of like a judge for them. Like, they had brought her back, but she couldn't speak. So she sort of just pointed at whoever of the two was, like, the guilty person. I think that would have been really cool. Especially if, like, if that was when Arya had seen her. Although I don't know if she was dead yet. But 
it was her and Marjorie Tyrell. I really thought that she was an interesting character. Yeah. I would have loved to have yeah, seen her more. There's actually a really interesting video, a couple of videos actually, of Tywin Lannister and Marjorie Tyrell and their different sorts of how they influence people, with Tywin being the I am stronger, I am more rich, I have an army, anything that you could possibly be will not be greater than me, and I am honor. And how he used that, whereas Marjorie used, I am your friend, I am here to help you, I am empathetic, and I know your needs. They were both two sides of the same manipulative coin. And that was so interesting, especially with how Marjorie handled things. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, they both yeah, died, though. Yeah, I think, to be honest, I, I never really got attached to characters. I liked Ned Stark to start with, and then he died. And I was just like, okay, this is how this sort of thing is going to go now. I'll just settle in. Um, Sansa and Arya, I think, were the two main I was ones sad, that I clicked um, with. I was sad when the Viper died uh, to the mountain in the fight. Oh, um, yeah. That was a horrible, he was horrible gay, though. scene. He was kind of gay. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. He he was definitely bi, at least bi pan somewhere in there. Yeah, he he was in the mixture zone. But... Sen, this was an attractive person. Yeah, and. <laughs> There was so much passion going on there. And the guy's a really, really good actor. He's the same guy that plays the uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, he um, is. I was kind of surprised to find that out because in the scene that he takes off his helmet in the Mandalorian, he did it doesn't not look, look like attractive. It, yeah. yeah. He did not. But, um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But no. I think they did him dirty. Well, <laughs> like he could I think have that was kind so of much point, better. Though, he was trapped in a suit, essentially. I mean, yeah, but you his... can make that look. You can make that look gorgeous. No. You can make. Okay, so you're saying you that that guy sweat... actually looked attractive in another. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, he he yeah, also no, he... acted in um, Fire Meets Gasoline by Sia. Um, he's he's done some good bits. I mean, I kind of felt bad thinking like Wolf when they took off the helmet, but no, no, he's he's a good-looking guy. Let um, me send you a quick picture. All right, but yeah, no, that scene. I if you've ever watched it, Senef, which from the sounds of it you haven't, no. it's it is it's very emotional look and then face. it's very very gruesome. <laughs> I can see by the look on your like, face. Yeah, it's just the way he dies is horrible. Like, everyone else gets their head cut off or something. His death is literally pain and suffering. Okay. It really was. It's, yeah, um, he doesn't look bad in that. I don't want to talk about it that much, but... They did not do him Oh, the show justice. does it better. His, well, I mean, not even just that. He's got such charm to him, too, when you see him as a character. Uh, it's... Everything is done to make him seem like a very appealing and attractive. Yeah, I mean, person. he's not my type, but, but no, no, that's fine. Have you ever? I'm not saying he's mine either. <laughs> but I'm not saying he's ugly. Although that uh... that looks kind of like a cosplay costume. I'm being honest. The, the okay, is that you his know Game of how, um... outfit you're looking at? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that makes sense. I think if you looked at anyone separately in Game of Thrones, they would look like a cosplay character. Yeah, that does look like cosplay. You know who I really liked in that show? Daenerys. I haven't seen season eight, and I still need to. Hmm. Yeah, she... I I think part of it is just... I've always enjoyed the women who were in charge of things. I've really enjoyed women in power and different things. Female empowerment as a whole is something I enjoy. I love her character in the sense that she she feels like an accurate portrayal of how a woman would have to try and go about hmm. remaining feared, loved, etc. by her subjects and people, her enemies, everybody in the type of world she lives in. Okay. Um, I mean, you see that in Cersei as well, though. And she... Oh, Cersei. As much as Cersei she's is a, a topic. villain, essentially, in it. But well, she, I mean, she, not she's... to say that she, she is an incredibly interesting character, mm. but the way that she got things... When you think of uh, Daenerys, you think of... Yeah, she was technically born in that family, but that was also such a huge thing against her. 
for a very long time. Heck, for all of her life, the fact that she was born in that family had people trying to kill her. And of course, the same was could be said for Cersei. But yeah. Cersei was in a kingdom for a majority of her life. Yeah, Cersei... Yes, she sometimes came into contact with people trying to do really bad things, and sometimes people did really bad things to her. But at the same time, she was far less exposed to people. And I think that's actually part of her downfall. Um, I mean, obviously, she was always very selfish. But the most interesting thing about her character was her motherhood. Mm. The way that she reacted with her children was one of the strongest examples of love that I've seen in this show. And I mean, of course, um, the mother of house Stark was also incredible. I mean, she had her hatred towards John. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Uh, just to explain something, Seneth, Cersei is a character. James. I said, James. No, you said Seneth. Sorry. It's going to rebrand, Alex. Yeah, it's re-brand. not a fine thing. Come on, give it the schedule. Um but no, James, uh Cersei was originally married to the first king of the show. Okay. The king died, her son became king. Another spoiler warning, um just I'm going to reveal a brief thing. I'm not going to go into huge detail, but her son became king and she became queen regent. Her son's assassinated. Her daughter, she sends off to... I sent you the picture of the Viper. She sends her daughter off to be married to, I think, his nephew. Um, She's assassinated because he dies. Interesting. Her final son is going to be king, and she is queen regent. He... Her mother wants to stop, actually, the character I mentioned earlier, Marjorie, um, the one who was very kind and friendly in her manipulation of people. She doesn't want her to marry him. She kills her, like this huge explosion. She kills her, the entire family, or at least all the family that was there. And her third, her final son, her youngest son, kills himself, jumps out a window because of everything that's happened. She has no more of her children. Her entire reason of living, gone. It's incredibly interesting. This is why I couldn't watch this show. Because everybody died. Anybody that I got attached to would die and it would just happen It's the characters who didn't die that I think are the most interesting because of what they've had to go through. So you know the two daughters Mm -hmm. of the House Stark. I've not seen the last season so I can't say anything about it. But up until the very last season, the two daughters in House Stark. Oh, I, I, I heard they were chopping off heads left and right in the last season. Well, I mean, of course they are. It's the last season, but I no, don't, don't, don't even. I've written even, off the show. I've not seen it. I've not seen it. No, I'm just saying. I, I don't know anything it. about it. But I don't what know I'm saying, the two who've survived, the, those two daughters, the older one who always wanted to be queen. She learned about how terrible people can be, how people would want her for her beauty and all of these different things and how she was so tired of that. She went through all these terrible people like that first king who got assassinated. He was a sadist, a masochist. I can't remember the exact term. He enjoyed watching people feel pain and dying. The first king that was he enjoyed that. No, not the first king who was executed. The the first son of Cersei who was executed, oh. that king. When he was king, I mean, it's, it was a good thing, but he was terrible. He would make her look at her father's head on a spike and oh, yeah. thank him for it. Then the next man that came into her life. Um, I'm 
If it's not clear, I'm somebody who's interested in psychology and sociology, but I, I find huge um, interest in that. So, since it's the season, the Halloween season, um, what do we think the top costumes are going to be this year? Holly Quinn, as it is. That's most a good years. question. It's is it most years? Well, I mean, that's yeah. definitely going to be a big one. It it's been. It has been for a little bit, but the thing is... Who else is it going to be? I don't know. It's more difficult to say for this year because this year hasn't produced the things that it should have that would have led to costumes. Black Widow, if that movie came out, I guarantee would have more Halloween costumes. Wonder Woman, her movie was going to come out this summer. That would have had probably more costumes than it's going to have. I predict a couple. I think that you're going to see some Among Us costumes. (laughs) <laughs> I think we're going to see some hazmat oh, yeah. suits. People I mean, it's already happened. Between the Among Us characters and the Fool Guys ones. Yeah. Plague Doctors. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm curious if there would be Fall Guys. You just dress up as a jelly bean and you're either one of them. True. You know, um, a couple of things could come out of it. Um, I mean, KDA I is coming back and that's not are, a huge yeah. thing for everyone in the world, but for League... But for League, which is a large part of things, there's probably going to be people mm-hmm. who are interested in that. Um, as well as when you think of video games and characters that people like to cosplay and stuff like that, there's Hyrule Warriors. A new game is coming out, and a lot of interesting characters that people already liked from Breath of the Wild are making appearances. Um, and I think people already had interesting costumes for them. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. These are, these are costumes. Wear these. These are nerdy these are costumes. Cost- I, I think these we're are going to see stuff no, like from but that's WoW. Not what I'm, I think we're going to see some main yeah. shoes. I, I have a feeling we'll see some Black Panther things. I'm not saying that I'm going to see that everywhere. <laughs> what I'm saying is for the people who put work into their costumes and do I'm not talking about the shelf, see many of them. We'll see because most people things. wear them to events. There's no events really going on. There's there's, there's going to be a lot of people trying to do like the sexy costumes. Like A, a lot of women yeah, are probably going to do this. Yeah, like Jessica Negri and, and, and things like oh, that. Oh, you know what? Yeah, 100%. You know what I bet we'll see? I bet we'll see some Animal Crossing. Mm, I don't know. Animal Crossing. I think it was too far removed. I bet we'll yeah. see some... I think it was. I don't think so. It is still huge. They yeah, have an entire Halloween event going on. I just can't see um, someone up dressing up as a character from it. I could see somebody putting on like khaki shorts and a t-shirt when running around with a net. Yeah. But they could equally be a Pokemon catcher. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I know some people do like the Pokemon cosplay. Yeah, Pokemon's an easy one. Some nerds. Yeah, some people do. Walk around. Nerds. Uh, paint a tennis ball. Why would you do that? I don't know. Why not? You can just go and buy a pokeball from a freaking. You think I've got that money? Who do you, who do you think I am? I have Shut a up number. James. No, no, you don't deserve James. Now. I don't deserve James. Can't no. go by my own name. Wow. That's rough. So we, we were talking about a lot of video games. Um, what's coming out in the video game world, or what's out right now that, that's pretty hot, aside Among Us, which... Oh, wait. Before I forget, that reminded me. Um, mm-hmm. uh, AOC is inviting people to play Among Us with, with them. On Twitter. Okay. It's uh, You don't know who AOC is. No, I, I'm getting the look. No, from I know Jay. who AOC is. Yeah, uh, I'm getting the. I'm, getting the, I'm from the UK. Look, <laughs> um, blank stare. She is. I'm gonna mess up her name. Uh, she's a part of the government in the US. She's been on Drag Race. She's incredibly personable. She's got out of a lot of politicians, she has okay. an incredible public figure. She is somebody who's played League. She. Does all of these different things like she's well, she had a very humble. Well, she, she had a very humble beginning. She's very personal. Her she wasn't going to go anywhere in life, and she really kind of built up her own platform on her own. I mean, she she did a lot of things on her own. So, um, whether or not you agree with her political policies or 
you know, opinions. She's done a lot for herself. But I thought it was funny because um, we were talking about Among Us and how that trend's probably going to die. And I saw a, a thing today about her putting out that tweet. And uh, some pretty big names were talking about joining. I can't remember. Um, oh, Pokimane. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it's, it's sad though. It, there is always a cycle of these games that people play on stream. They get really, really popular. Like the thing is, though, Among Us has made it into like the general population. Like I know people that I'm friends with that don't game whatsoever, and they're like, "Have you played this game?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, all right, here we go." Like because you can get it on mobile, so people are just playing it kind of like wherever, whenever. Yeah, um, that's the big thing. I've been trying to convince uh, my husband to get this game because he's not the type of per- the kind of like the people that you're talking about, Jay. He's not the type of person that will play video games. He plays a couple yeah. of mobile games, mostly like the Bubble Pop kind of stuff or like Candy Crush type sure, yeah. games uh, or Bloons Tower Defense. That's one of his favorites. Yeah, I had um, him do the Adventure Time Bloons. I had him get I didn't that. Know there was an <laughs> there is. But that's the kind of games that he plays, and he won't play like a regular video game. Like he told me, he's like, "I have, I have something that you should really play. It, it, it's, it's a really funny game." And I was like, "Okay." He's like, "It's yeah. some ways to die." This game is like three years old. Oh, three years game. old. That was a game when I was twelve. Okay, no, okay. not even twelve. So that was a really game when I was old 10. game. It's a really old game, and he's like, "You should play that. That would be funny for Halloween." I'm like. And it, it, it's a public service announcement about not getting hit by trains. <laughs> and this is the kind of game that he's interested in. So, but yes, yeah, I, get I mean, he he may pick it up. Who knows? But I, I, I think fine. the way Fall Guys fell off is insane. Uh, I think I was talking to you the other day just about the pure numbers of people even just watching it. Yeah, is like minimal. Well, there's people playing games that have not really been relevant in like the last year that are now overtaking on the matter in general. Yeah. Um, well, they made a lot uh, of mistakes. I, I mean, when they launched, they did not predict how popular it would be from the get go. And they had so many start stop things. I turned, I think that turned a lot of people off. Plus I think their price point was too high for what it was. Yeah. And I don't believe it's cross platform either as of yet. Yeah. If that was a PlayStation or switch game, it's on PlayStation. You just can't play it with people on PC. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, but the thing is, so if you get it on PlayStation, to my understanding, you have it within that whole PlayStation Plus package yeah. sort of thing. So you don't actually pay anything for it. But yeah, right. they need to make cross-platform a thing. But to my, I, I'm pretty certain that is something that is being planned. I don't know if that'll save it, though. Uh, probably not. It's probably too little too late. Um, the thing is, Fortnite, as much as I'm not a big fan of the game, um, they completely shredded it. Like, they were on top of everything that was going on consistently. Well, they've they been like that for stuff, a while. Keeping it relevant. That's what I mean. Since the start, they've been like that. I will say, out of all of the people you choose, Daredevil, like, I love the blind representation, but Daredevil, I mean, there's there's better characters. I mean, there's better characters than Wolverine. I guess he's just iconic. But no, I wish that they would do. I think he's talking about a character they brought in or something. Yeah, they brought in Daredevil. They brought in Wolverine. They brought in a bunch of different Marvel characters. Yeah, they brought in a whole bunch of things. They brought in Galactus as well, which I think was quite a cool touch. But Galactus, um, what game were we talking about for Fortnite or Fortnite? Fortnite. Yeah, 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 they 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 always do these skins they bring out. Ball guys was trying to do that. They were trying to do that with the um, uh, there was like an indie game um. It's a very pretty indie oh, game. Oh, they had a skin, one of their things. They had um, Team Fortress 2. They had a Team Fortress 2 outfit of Scout for one of their things oh, okay. that you could get for uh, a certain okay. limited time that I remember happening. But I don't think that's a model for a game to be successful. I think the gameplay itself no. has to be good. And the mechanics, aside from running, you know, and trying to survive, trying to do, like, the football thing and... Or, Sorry, soccer thing. Um, the mechanics weren't there. I enjoy that. Well, but. I think one of the issues that they have with Fall Guys is Fall Guys, as it is right now, should be one option of multiple different things to play. I think 
it's sort of like right now they have mario party and well no not a story mode they don't need that it's like the mario it's like the mario party shuffle button where you can play any sort of little mini game but it doesn't really do much it doesn't really matter to anything not necessarily having to be a story but maybe playing a certain version where you do multiplayer with specific people you form specific teams that you work on of like 10v10 and you do these 10v10 things or you do yeah i think that's probably what's missing I mean, yeah, for sure. They could, they could do all sorts. They could bring in modes where it's not just you who wins the game. It's you and your party could win the game of however many. Yeah. They could do all sorts, really, to try and revive the game. But I think more so what we're getting at is it's too little, too late. Yeah. Um, the bandwagon's moved on to Among Us, and they'll move on to something uh, else. Phasmobia, too, right? Yeah, Phasmobia's popped up. That'll probably be a temporary game. Horror games generally are. But I could see that coming um, back next year. I, I could see that maybe keeping Full Phasmobia. Phasmobia. I could see Phasmobia maybe keeping. I haven't played it yet, but from from everything that I've, I haven't I've played seen, it um, mm. everything that I've read about it, it sounds very much kind of similar to the concept of Dead by Daylight, where you're cooperating in a smaller group. So I could okay. see people continuing to play that even outside of like Halloween time, and then it yeah. just get brought back and be a little bit more popular when Halloween comes up. Yeah, I mean, um, like Until Dawn, for example, really, really big game at the time. Um, that was like a horror game decision making kind of thing. Okay. The story could go in all sorts of different ways. Um, that was really, really big. Then that went pretty much silent for however long, because obviously it's a story mode game. There's not much to go on after that. And now they've made Man of Dan, and now they're making other things. So it's kind of like a yearly event. It seems like it's more so turning into now. Um, different story, different actors, but I mean, what I heard about Phasmobia was that there there wasn't a story; that it was just purely yeah. objective. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Which is On what I feel uh, like kind of helps it. Sorry, are you good? On the um, on the subject of Dead by Daylight, actually, that game. I thought that it was going to be more relevant around right now, but I feel like it's not necessarily gaining any momentum compared to what I would have expected during a Halloween season. It's like constant. It's a game that just is always there. And I think they do a really good job. They're one of the publishers that I think does a really good job of keeping their game relevant by having, um, kind of content that's u- new and unique really oh yeah their basis. dlc uh yeah. their dlc is incredibly well done i mean stranger things i don't know when that dlc came out but that was part of what sold me on the game um when i wanted to play dead by daylight i was like oh you can play nancy wheeler in that game i really liked nancy wheeler when i watched season one i kind of want to play that now i play it and i play it a large amount of the time Funny enough, Nancy Wheeler is the main person I play. I've almost got her to Prestige 3 at this point. Um, Speaking of which, Dead by Daylight has... It's not necessarily just a really good game, but it's got a lot of creative people who play it. Like, a lot of the artwork that you see is very good. A lot of the... Like, there was a cosplay. I mean, I love Jessica Negri. I'm I'm probably going to talk about her another time at some point in this podcast. Jessica Negri did a pyramid head cosplay, partially infected by the fact that he was a Dead by Daylight killer. Um, that was like part of what I did see her that. design choices. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw that cosplay, and that was actually really well done. Oh well, she's she's great. She's been doing it for years, and she's um, she's very good in her craft. She's actually what inspired me generally to make a definitely risky choice to spend around $300 on my first cosplay that I'm still working on. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we were talking it, about popular... From Russia, right? hmm? It's doing from Russia, right? Yeah. Uh, I, uh, speaking of, oh, the most popular characters for store-bought things, I'm actually, for my first cosplay that I've technically bought in that sense, I'm going to be doing, although I'm probably going to do something before then, I'm going to be doing Harley Quinn. Funny enough, a male Harley Quinn from the animated series. Not the animated series in 
um, the original, which she was incredible. She's incredible in a lot of different things. She's a very interesting character. Uh, specifically, the self-titled show voicing Haley Kyoko. I I really enjoy that character, partially because a lot of the things that I see in that character, I see in myself in a lot of cases. I mean, that's something that sells a lot of shows in general. But I loved watching her grow from not only being somebody who was in an awful relationship to being in a healthy relationship and telling that Harley Quinn story well, when it doesn't feel like they've done that necessarily whenever it comes to a lot of things like love Margot Robbie, but there wasn't enough distance between her introduction to her splitting up. There wasn't, it didn't really even happen. Like, it was just she was with him and then she wasn't and they were never together. We never even saw the Joker for like more than five seconds. I gotta but, say, that's been the hmm. weirdest thing about like the Suicide Squad and, and all that. Yeah. You know why they don't you know why they don't have him? You know why they didn't make a Batman movie? Because they need hmm. to do it right. Batman is the one case out of DC, aside from maybe Superman and partially Wonder Woman, that we've had multiple exposures to, and not just that incredible exposure to the christian bale movies had some phenomenal performances like um Hmm. i feel terrible because i can't remember his name um heath ledger heath ledger did an incredible performance he lost his life for it um which is partially why i think if they wanted joaquin phoenix to do another movie he might not because it might not be a healthy decision those characters have been done and they've been done well. And if they're going to make it again, they need to make sure that they're not going to disappoint people. They, if, if they, mm-hmm. if they see this new Ben Affleck movie and they're like, this isn't as good as those movies. I honestly thought I'd hate right. Ben Affleck, but I didn't hate Ben Affleck. He's fine as Batman. Yeah, I thought I thought he played the perfect uh, Bruce Wayne, and I thought hmm. they did a good job changing his voice as Batman. I think he's decent. Yeah, I just I it was think better that than the Christian Bale voice change. I don't know if he was better than Christian. I don't Bale. think. No, no, I thought it, I thought the voice of Batman was better than like the Christian Bale. Like, what are you doing? Okay. Well, I mean, that's an entire idea of its own of Bruce like the whole voice. Can sound goofy. You know, one interesting thing in the Bat family, they always do these different things. Every superhero has this thing, and sometimes it's like, how the heck don't people recognize them? Like, they are so obviously this one person. How can you not tell that this costume... How how can you not tell? One thing that I think is ingenious that one of the characters in DC does is have a wig. Batwoman and the Bat family... She has that red hair, but she has very short red hair. In her bat mask, it's connected to a long red wig. And that, I think, is one of the smartest things that you could possibly do to hide your identity. You, I, I mean, you don't necessarily directly connect hair to people. It's harder to do. But it's even harder when your physical appearance, the length of your hair... Like, if I were to look at myself and I had a mask on... Yeah, that's Alex. If I had different hair, it's harder to tell it's me, even if it's already incredibly mm. difficult. I think that's an ingenious idea that they should I don't, I don't kind know of think of more. Well, no. Yeah, I don't. Well, I mean, think I, about I, it. I appreciate think about your, your line no, of thought Senate, here. If you, if you were a superhero, your hair was exposed. Your hair is exposed. <laughs> no. That's not a direct thing that's going to point at you. But if something were to happen in which things did seem to be you, if something pointed at, well, okay, this person has similar motives, they act similarly, they sound similar, but no, I don't know. Their appearance just seems different enough because of that influence of hair being something that needs to grow to be longer or shorter can make that difference. I think it's incredibly smart and incredibly could just creative. Oh, his hair. But but no, but he still has that hair color. He, just shave his he still I'm has that. Hair. I'm not, I'm not no, James, he I'm still George. has that when he leaves it though. If he does that to his own hair, it's going to be like that in or out of a costume. 
F. No. I've messed up my hair. Hair is interchangeable. Look, James can just dye his hair every day. <laughs> no, yes, I can't. but that would actually point I can't to risk that. losing my hair, if my that, dad's bald. If that were to happen, <laughs> that would even more so point to it. Think about it. If oh, so this one superhero changes his hair color every day to the same color as this one random person on the internet. Hmm. Or oh. Yeah. Uh, Superman. He's a blonde now. That weird Clark Kent guy did a bleaching hair dye, and it looks like a similar Guess color. Guess he just have to wear a wig in his regular life. I, <laughs> I, I, I think it's an incredibly that. creative idea, and I feel that you're rude for discounting it. I think it's smart. We're not discounting it. We're just poking fun at well, it. We're not discounting it. Yeah. I think Jay's discounting it. No. I, I literally just reversed all that she's done. That's all I did. He's from the UK. He makes fun of everything. Fair enough. Uh, we've just come back. We had a bit of a technical problem there, but it doesn't really matter too much. <laughs> We're a bit over it now. Um, the good thing is, I think we recorded most of the time that we wanted to record for anyway. Um, so we're just going to upload it as this. Quick outro, though. Generally speaking, LFG has got all sorts of social media. We've got Twitch. We've got Twitter. We've got the Discord. Anywhere you want to come hang out, it's all going to be put on the screen in just a minute. Um, so feel free to follow. We all hang around in voice chat every now and then. So if you guys do want to talk, hang out, suggest anything you want to hear about us talk about in the podcast, trust me, that will be helpful. Yes. Any advice you want to give will be helpful. We will take anything on board that you guys want to do. Love to hear um, from you. Yeah. Anything. No idea is a bad idea. 100%. Um, but anyone that's made it to the end, thank you very much for being here. Um, don't get me wrong, we're pretty Anybody who's made it to the end, thing. you make it sound like it was Well, great. trust me, podcasts are a weird one. People fall asleep watching it. People yeah. don't watch it to the end, or they listen to one topic and they want to move on. Things like that. It does happen. It does happen. True. I fall asleep all the time listening to podcasts. It, well, not so much anymore. I do audio books I now, skip but... around. So, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. I listen to Family Guy before I bed. used to listen Helps to School of Rock for like two years consistently. Weird one. Anyway. But, yeah. <laughs> thank you all for but watching. Thank you anyway, guys. Later. Have a good night. And like actually, Jack Blackout. Oh, yeah.